being here, man. Holidays, weekends, trying to take over. Honestly, I mean, they're one of the best friends in DMV. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy C Marty Fit, and we back here with another episode of the Less Brunches and More Crunches podcast. And it's been a little minute. I've been busy, but um, you know, I've been I've been posting the short form clips, and uh, I'm always I always got content coming to y'all. So I'm never gonna leave y'all hanging because I know my supporters really appreciate the content. So man, we got a hell of an episode today, man. I mean, there's been a lot going on. A lot of the critics are coming out against me, but they they could never beat me, bro. They could never win. So. <laughs> With that being said, man, let's get into today's episode, man. Let's get into it. So, but before we get into it, I just want y'all to get ready because this, this is going to be like a boxing round today. So, <sighs> round one, let's go. <laughs> so, I found this article. Uh, it was just, just published uh, a few days ago. Let's see. It was published sometime this month, sometime in March. So the headline says, physical activity should be considered as frontline treatment for depression. Scientific review. All right. So pretty much there were, I'm not going to go through the whole article. It would be a lot to read on the podcast, but pretty much, you know, I'm going to highlight some of the main points. And uh, one thing was exercise should generally be considered for first, for first option for treating depression and anxiety. Physical activity interventions can significantly reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety. Um, it doesn't take much exercise to make a positive change to your mental health. That's what I've been telling people for a while now. Uh, physical activity is known to improve mental health. And again, like I just mentioned, these are supported by scientific reviews. So there's scientific evidence to show this. And that's that's been... Uh, one of the main criticisms that people have for me is like, you don't have evidence. You're just talking. This is an opinion. Like, nah, everything I put out, I mean, obviously I put my opinion on stuff, but like um, important things, if I make a claim like this, it's supported by science. And so, um, you know, that, that leads me to a video I talked about last week and then I actually did that video, you know, and just to, just to keep it short because we ain't got that much time. But the girl was pretty much, uh, you know, criticizing guys who go to the gym and said, do you go to therapy? And the main thing I wanted to mention with that was if you took out therapy, right? And <laughs> if you went up to someone who's actively in therapy, doing what they need to do, and they're getting help from therapy, and you said to them, do you even go to the gym? The backlash would be insane. It would be ridiculous. You can't say that to somebody who's who's going to therapy. So that's that was the point I'm trying to make. You can't say that to somebody that's going to the gym because people are getting better in the gym. And there are people who go to therapy and they're not getting better. I've met people who go to therapy who are not getting better from therapy. The therapy's not working. And they end up falling off from therapy just like people fall off from going to the gym. So you can't judge people on, on their decisions on what they decide to do to get better or to help their situation. But this has scientifically proven that the gym helps mental health, it helps anxiety, it helps depression. So, um, so uh, back to the girl who said that, like, you, people go to the gym to help their depression, help that, help their anxiety, and um, like, 
one of my clients, she actually got mad at this because she was telling me that uh, the gym, pe- gym is an intimidating place. And I was trying to explain to her that people who are intimidated, intimidated by the gym, have, that's a mental issue. You know, I can't, I can't stop what I'm doing. Gyms can't, you know, uh, change their equipment or tell people not to do certain things because you have a certain issue with, with going to the gym and, and feeling that anxiety. That's a mental issue. So what helps with that? Going to the gym, getting used to it getting out of that comfort zone and then and you know i kept asking her what's the number one way to make change by taking action so you have to keep doing that but you can't learn that through i don't this is my opinion i don't think you can learn that through therapy i think you can learn that through going to the gym or any other type of real life experience so that's just me um and then it's just you know like it's it's very it's very unfortunate that this isn't known like this isn't international news that the gym is therapy because one girl, she came up to me in the middle of my workout. If you're going to interrupt my workout, it better be a good conversation. But this girl came up to me in the middle of my workout and was basically, um, she was like, how many times do you work out? I was like, uh, like six times a week. And she was like, oh my God, that's too many. Like just acting like I had a problem because I like I really enjoy working out. And sometimes even when I don't feel like working out, which I've mentioned on the podcast, I still go to the gym and... Um, so I mentioned to her, like, it's not necessarily just the workout. It's like, you know, what I get from it. And I was trying to explain, like, you know, like, I rarely get stressed. Like, I feel great. I'm always in a great mood. Um, you know, things don't affect me. When a problem happens, The my first thought is, how do I solve this problem? You know, like, I don't just break down and cry or complain about it. And I was like, that's why I enjoy coming to the gym six, six times a week. And she was like... So you'll be stressed if you don't go to the gym. And I said, I mean, it's possible. Like, <laughs> And she was like, that's an unhealthy relationship with the gym. And it's like, bruh, like, nobody goes up to anybody who's doing drugs, consistently binge drinking alcohol or anything like that, or even goes up to someone in therapy who doesn't go to the gym at all and says these type of things to them. So it's just very unfortunate. So I'm glad this article came out to prove the benefits from the gym. It's not like we just in there trying to be swole meatheads, gym bros, strong, taking steroids type of, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's bigger than that. And, um, you know, but uh, that, that was that was really interesting to me. And uh, it another thing I want to touch on the gym, people will say that like when, when, when individuals are depressed, they uh, they have less motivation to exercise. But in my life experience and just knowing people and dealing with people that have been depressed, um, you have motivation. You don't have motivation to do anything when you're depressed, right? But it's like the gym is the one thing that people get a pass on to where you can. You can, it's okay to gain some weight. It's okay to let yourself go. It's okay to become unhealthy. You don't have motivation to go to work. It's not okay to not pay your bills. You don't have motivation to do things for your family, do things for your kids, but it's not okay to do that. So I, I think that's parallel with the gym. Be, just because you're depressed doesn't mean that you can't go to the gym. Um, and then lastly, you know, last thing I want to touch on this article was how the gym just uh, helped with my perspective. And part of this is because I'm a trainer, so I deal with people. I've been dealing with people weekly for years and different personalities and hearing different stories, but it, it changed my perspective to where like, I understand that when, you, when you're when you in the gym and you get to meet people and you talk to people, you realize that people are going through stuff. 
someone's always going through something in their gym. Somebody lost a parent. Somebody lost a family member. Somebody lost their job. Um, all types of things, but people still get to the gym. And I really admire that about the community. And that's why I say it's one of the best communities because you get to hear different stories, perspectives, and it's really motivating. And, um, you know, of course, there's some idiots in the gym and some negative things, but that's not the, that's not the gym. If you focus on the negatives, you're only going to see the negatives. Um, and to be honest, like, just my, my, my cardio, and, and I'm going to do an episode on this. There are studies that show that cardio helps your, helps your mental, helps your mind. It helps you have clear thoughts. Like, some of my best business ideas have come when I was doing cardio. Like, this whole podcast came from doing cardio, consistently doing cardio, mapping out a podcast, outlining it. And um, it just put me in a great mental state. So, um, dope article. Go ahead and read it. And if, you know, you neglect the gym because of depression, just do your best. Try it. Get in there consistently. And I promise you're going to feel better. You're going to get through what you're going through. All right? Let's move on. <laughs> so, I made a post uh, a couple of days ago from my previous podcast. And, you know, I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to put the post in here. I, I could... But um, it's on one of my YouTube shorts. I'll, I'll just I'll link it here. But um, you know, basically, I was just saying that uh, encourage. I was encouraging women to, if if they want to get a BBL, to get in the gym first, set your foundation, then get the BBL. I didn't even tell women not to get it, even though I don't think they should. But I didn't even tell women not to get it. Um, I'm pretty much saying set your foundation, get healthy first, then get the surgery. But I. At the same time, I was letting them know that the surgery is not going to stop diseases. It's not going to stop certain issues from arising from neglecting your health. And, of course, women in the comments were upset. I'm pretty sure they didn't watch the whole video. They probably just heard a couple words and it triggered them. That's what most people do. They hear a word. Uh, they don't use logic. They get emotional. And so I'm going to go through the comments. And the comments going to lead me to another article that I saw because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And most people don't. They just, they have no research, no evidence, no experience. They just get triggered and just talk out at their ass and sound ridiculous. So, and I didn't remove names. So these are real people on the comments. Sorry. Um, here we go. One girl, misleading to some extent, having significantly reduces, having one significantly reduces the chance of you gaining in those areas and can be a great way to get the confidence boost some women need to start workouts. Ladies, I have a BBL. It boosted my confidence and gave me an awesome foundation to work with. I was a fitness trainer before having one. Don't let these men try to shame you. <laughs> and then my boy responded, cut the foolishness, mamas. I know you're not comparing the level of confidence it gave you to potentially life-ending health issues. I don't think his post is to demean women. In fact, the direct opposite. A lot of times people need brash. Um, I ended up cutting this comment off, but uh, ladies, if you ever, and, and this is a whole nother topic. I'll talk about it when I get to the article, but ladies, if you ever uh, meet, a, meet a woman who was a trainer and she got a BBL after she started training, don't trust anything she says. She's not trying to help you at all. And the fact that this woman was a trainer and can't see where I'm coming from, you really got to be careful who you listen to, ladies. And this leads me to my next point because I'm a man, so a lot of women think they can't, they can't trust what I have to say. But it, it doesn't matter that I'm a man. I'm giving you the real facts. I'm giving you 100% truth. So whether I'm a man or a woman, 
you know, it doesn't matter. You got to listen to what's right. And a lot of times, ladies are going to give you bad advice on this uh, BBL thing just because I'm, I am a man and they just want to come to the defense of women. women. They're not even thinking about the actual facts and the data and statistics that I'm providing. So another lady, I know this lady personally, um, I was in the Marine Corps in the best shape of my life when I got diabetes. I don't think preaching doom and gloom is the best way to get people to buy in. Okay. First of all, I'm not preaching doom and gloom. And second of all, if you're getting diabetes and you're in the best shape of your life, that's a whole different topic from what I preach from people getting diabetes from obesity. It's not what I'm talking about. So here we go. Not making sense, not using any logic, just getting in your feelings and jumping to the defense of women. I wasn't even attacking women. I was giving women advice. So I responded, how am I teaching doom and gloom? Of course, she never responded to that. Um, I've seen plenty of women gain weight back by thinking getting a BBL is the solution. I'm educating. Your situation is completely different from this. You've known me for a minute, and that ain't my style. And, um, yeah, that's that's another thing, too, man. Like, I just want ladies to know that getting a BBL is not the, it's not the solution. That's it. It's simple. All right, and then this lady here. Why do men, here we go with the men talk. Why do men who women are not seeking out as experts for surgical consultation feel the need to come on these apps to preach to women about what they need or don't need to do to their own bodies? Like, why? Serious question. P.S. I'm in the gym regularly, have been since 2017 when I turned 40 and have never nor will need a BBL, but I decided that for myself. So here's a woman who didn't get a BBL and she's jumping to the defense of this and I didn't even say nothing bad with anybody that got the BBL procedure. I didn't even say nothing bad and you jump into the defense. Um, and the fact that I'm a man has nothing to do with it. So here, there, here I go. There are millions of women who have the same view I have on this topic. This has nothing to do with being a man. There's no health benefits to getting surgery. So I'm encouraging women to develop healthy habits if they decide to get it. And I wrote, I love to hear that, referring to her BBL comment. She says she's not getting one. You're doing it the right way. And she goes, she goes, uh, other women co-signing what you're saying is irrelevant. It's not irrelevant because you pointed out that I'm a man. Um, you do know that a lot of fat gra grafting that's harvested comes from the midsection, right? You do know that studies show that a decrease in abdominal fat drastically decreases risk for heart disease, right? Reducing body fat is, has a health benefit. This just comes off judgy and assumptive. This should be imparted to everyone whether you want surgery. No shit. I just said BBLs don't stop heart problems. I just said that. So clearly I know that. And then um, I didn't judge anybody. Like that whole post, I don't judge anybody. You know what? Where my phone at? I got to put the post in here. That whole post, I did not judge anybody. I did not judge any anyone in that post. That was ridiculous. And then um, she writes, I did it my way. Because I said, um, congrats on doing it the right way. And she took offense to that, talking about, I did it my way. No, you did it the right way. It's okay. You didn't get a BBL. It's perfectly fine. Like, it's, it's not an issue. Let's pull up the next one while I look for this post. Let's see. And I, I wrote back... Of course I know this, but what good is removing the fat surgically if the individual is uneducated on how to keep it off? I've seen so many women get their surgery, and I know a girl personally, she is obese now. She got the surgery years ago, and it did nothing for her. She's gone to the gym. She started 
uh, fell off, started over again, and she's huge now. And I hate that for her because she doesn't want to look like that. But she should have never got that surgery. And if y'all would have seen how she used to look back in the day, she didn't even need it. So I'm, I'm really just trying to help the ladies. So here we go. Let me finish. Um, I've trained to see plenty of women who gain the fat right back. Surgery isn't the answer without a change in lifestyle habits and some knowledge to go along with it. No judgment here. I'm doing this to help and educate it. She says, you can educate without imparting your opinion on what you think they don't need. It's not your place to say whether they need it or not. First of all, I've never, there's no opinion. I'm using all facts. Like anything I do is supported by facts. Um, I'm not, I don't believe in opinions. I'm not an opinion type dude. Like I'm, I'm, I love facts. That's just me. Here we go. I got it. Upload this to the computer. So, um. She, and then she she mind you she doesn't she doesn't battle any of my points. She changed the subject. She goes, uh, I've never seen that fitness influencers come for bodybuilders for steroid use and getting breast implants. So I'm not gonna go through the rest of the comments. I've been I've been talking about this entirely too much. Um, but uh, this the this the last one I'm going to address address. But I basically said I said breast implants don't breast implants on bodybuilders that already have developed a lifestyle of fitness doesn't compare to women neglecting their long-term health for a BBL. And then I brought up Liver King and how um, he was held accountable for steroid use. And now all these bodybuilders are come out and telling the truth about their steroid use and telling everybody that they're not natural. So, um, but yeah, man, let me, let me look through the rest of these comments real quick just to make sure. Yeah, and then she goes back to just telling me that I'm using my opinion Bruh, I, nobody was using their opinion, man. I'm using all facts. But, so real quick, here's the clip. I'm going to let y'all watch it real quick, just so y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, dang, that's the wrong one. All right, forget it. I'll show the clip at the end. <laughs> but uh, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me two seconds. I'm going to find it real quick. Give me one. Hold on real quick, y'all. Sorry about that. Well, yeah, man, this this the stuff I got to deal with, man. Stand that. Here we go. I found it. You know, I'm the, I'm the bad guy when I when I try to help when I try to help people, man, and tell them the truth. See, Marty Fitz, the bad guy. Here we go. I got the clip, y'all. Sorry about the the delay. Ladies, y'all gotta understand that we gonna be 40s, 50s one day. That BBL is not gonna stop diabetes, heart disease, cardiovascular disease. Heart attack. It's not going to stop any of that bullshit. It's not going to stop the fat from coming back. So look, you can get these surgeries, but it's not going to be a good long-term solution. You're going to be lit on the gram. You're going to take a picture. Ass going to be fat. You might get a couple DMs from the fellas, because I know the fellas, they thirsty in the DM. You know how that go. But look, ladies, long-term, you're going to regret it. If that's what you want to do, you got your mind made up. Develop that lifestyle first. So... Get in the habit of going to the gym at least four times a week. Get in the habit of eating lean protein, eating vegetables, drinking a gallon of water every day or more. And just 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 have that foundation before you get the surgery. Bro, I ain't judge nobody. I ain't belittle anybody. I ain't talk down to anyone. That's just straight sensitivity. Just triggered. Alright, so all that crap I just went through leads me to the next article that I saw. And this is an older article from 2021. I wasn't prepared for how depressed I was after plastic surgery. And um, they, they mentioned a quote from the article. 
I, I just had plastic surgery so that I could regain my self-confidence. Instead, I lost my ability to feel anything. And what people don't realize is this post-surgery depression is real. A lot of women go through it. They don't talk about it. And the reason I know about it is because I lived in L.A. And I know how often a lot of these fitness influencers that y'all admire, they be having three or four BBL surgeries and be having y'all thinking they got... Uh, they got that waist from a flat tummy tee or a waist trainer, and it's just not true. So that's 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 part of where my passion comes from and why I go so hard. Um, and this lady specifically in the article, she's a comedian. She was insecure about how she looked on stage. She had surgery to get her neck fat removed. She kept calling it a neck vagina. That's how much she hated it. And um, in the article, she goes on to talk about how she had friends who had BBLs and other cosmetic surgeries. And they were so depressed after the surgery, but they never told her about it. And she, she was upset because it's like, why didn't you tell me about it? You knew I was getting the surgery. Why didn't you tell me this was a thing? But this is just something that women don't talk about because they feel so bad. They think their life is going to change. They think things are going to get better when they get the surgery, and it's just not true. Um, and uh, what is it? Yeah, and oh, so this is the part I, I wanted to say. Like, when you become fit, and change your lifestyle, you change your diet, you don't hear people becoming depressed after that. That's not a thing. You can ask anybody who made some type of healthy transformation. I said healthy transformation, not not some keto bullshit where people starved themselves and didn't eat carbs for a couple months and lost weight. I'm talking about a healthy transformation. You don't hear people talking like that. And then, um, and, and it's just, this, this leads me to the phenomenon of I'll be happy if. I'll be happy if I get this. I'll be happy if my ass is fatter. I'll be happy if my stomach is flatter. And it's it's just not true. She goes on to talk about she got the she got the procedure and yeah, her neck was her neck was smaller. The neck fat was gone, but she was upset how she went into all this debt and she said right before she got the surgery, she had just become comfortable with her with her money, with her income and you know, she was really happy about her financial situation and she just I fucked it all up going back into debt pretty much um, and then after the surgery she was upset about she looked at her back fat she didn't like it she wanted to get back fat surgery she wanted to get her breasts done because they, she didn't like the way they were sitting or sagging it's just a, a non-stop thing and a lot of these women y'all see who had a BBO they got multiple surgeries because it's just like you never going to be satisfied um so it doesn't make you happier. That's another reason, the, not only the physical, but the mental part um, that, that's detrimental to women. Um, and after she started a fitness journey, that's when she started meditating and developing a sense of gratitude. And she just overall felt better. And her, <laughs> her life was better after that. Um, that's crazy, man. They be trying to make it seem like C. Marty be, be trying to come, come hard at the ladies or I don't like them. Nah, man, I'm really trying to help. I'm a good dude. I know y'all don't think so, man. Well, I know my supporters think so, but all the outsiders don't think so, man. Um, so that was, uh, you know, podcast is a little serious, but we got we got to laugh a little bit, dog. We got to laugh a little bit. So here's this last video, this heavy set lady on Dr. Phil, who thinks it's okay to make nicknames. In an insulting way to women that are skinnier than her, but she doesn't want that done to her. All right, so here we go. Let's let's watch it. First, I want to direct this to Miss Skinny Minnie. 
Um, Wait, which, made, which Miss Skinny Mini? Um, isn't her name Mimi or Skinny Mini? Yeah, okay, Mimi? Mimi. Well, the skinniest girl up there. Anyways, um, she made a comment that you have to have a lot of willingness and motivation I to be skinny. I was quoting Dr. Kelly Brownell of Yale. That's what he said. I don't care who, who you was quoting. You said it, own it. But I'm a plus-size model. I am willing and motivated to wake up every day to keep these curves. I don't want to wake up and look like you and be confused and quoting everybody. Okay, okay let, me, let me ask you a question while you're standing up. Why is it okay for you to call her skinny mini, but it's not okay for her to comment about someone's size that's, that's larger? Well, <laughs> I don't know her name. So, okay, you got me on that, but moving on. No, 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 you said it, own it. <laughs> Alright man, that joint had me crying, bruh. <laughs> so so pretty much man, it's okay to call it's, it's okay for larger people to call skinny or fit people names, but when we say it back, it's a problem. If if Shorty on the stage would have called her fatty patty or big bone brenda, all hell would have broke loose. She would have been ready to fight. Um So that pretty much just shows you uh the double standard. It's it's a it's a double standard and like like I always say, when fitness when fitness is involved, logic goes out the window. People don't even make sense, um, and the double standard is revealed. Uh, and she mentioned she has to work hard to keep your curves. You ain't got to work hard to keep your curves. You ain't work hard to get bigger. What are you talking about? You can be the the laziest you've ever been in your life and get bigger and develop them curves. All you got to do is continue to eat and not be active, and you, you're going to keep them curves. They're going to get curvier, and you're going to get bigger. All right? That's ridiculous, bro. Like, what are you talking about, man? And, um, you know, when Dr. Phil, when Dr. Phil approached her and exposed the double standard, she had no logical explanation. He was like, well, why can't she call your name? And she's like, I don't know her name. And, you know, there's many ways to address people when you don't know their name. You don't have to insult them. Um, plenty of ways to address people, man. So that right there is just, it's, it's crazy. People, and, and uh, I mentioned this on a couple episodes ago, like people think uh, fit people are just mean, but outside of the gym and the fitness settings and fitness areas, you know, people talk crazy to me and say the craziest things and throw the most backhanded comments and it's 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 insane man so if i if i go to a restaurant or i go to a bar or something like people looking at me like i'm crazy and oh you could drink that you could do that you could eat that it's like oh i ain't say nothing to you about your plate don't don't get me started because the moment i say something you're gonna be pissed um but that's just the world we live in and you know, if, if you decide to go on your fitness journey, don't let people discourage you. Don't let people uh, get you out of your routine. Don't let people make you feel bad about making that decision. And if you already been on that journey and you having second thoughts, like um, you don't feel human or you feel uh, like the oddball, you feel weird, man, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't let these fools manipulate you and, 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 and change your outlook on, on what you should be doing with your life, man. Do what's best for you. And uh, that's why I do this podcast. I'm really trying to spread positive positivity. Uh, I ain't really joke a lot today. It got a little serious. I'm going to try to get a little more jokes in the next podcast, even though that video was funny to me. So I'm going to keep doing what I do. Ain't nobody stopping this 
stopping this movement I got going. Come on, man. We we crushing this shit, bro. With all that being said, another episode of the Less Brunches, More Crunches podcast. And y'all peep, man. I, I got rid of the bush. I got I got braids now. I'm, I'm growing the hair out. So my mom was actually happy. She hated the bush. She was like, thank you, because that looks sloppy. She keeps saying stuff about it. Anyway, I'll catch y'all on the next episode, man. Give me some feedback. Send me some videos you want to see me react to. And I'll holler at y'all. We out. Honestly, I mean, they're one of the best fans in DMV.